We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I want to share with you some things in this semester that will help you. We're going to call this... You may think it's a little strange, but we're going to call it kicking over sacred cows. You could call it two or three different things. But the reason I say that we're going to call this session kicking over sacred cows is because we're going to deal with some subject matter that people have allowed certain scriptures in the Bible to hold them in bondage. Now, scriptures were not designed and God did not put scriptures in the Bible to hold you in bondage. God put these things in the Bible to set you free, thank God. Jesus said to his disciples, If you continue in my word, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Well, thank God we expect the truth to make you free, and the entrance of the word to bring light to you in these areas. Now, when I say we're going to kick over sacred cows, let me explain that just a little, because sometimes people say, well, what in the world is he talking about now? Well, you see, over in India, they have what they call sacred cows. The people over there, many of them, they worship cows. They wouldn't dare eat one because it's against their religion. They worship the cow. Some of them are starving to death, but yet they won't eat the cow. They won't eat it for food, but they worship the cow. Now, this is parallel to what a lot of people are doing today here in the United States. You know, we wouldn't worship a cow, but some people worship scriptures in the Bible. Some of them worship the Bible. And they say, well, yeah, you see, the Bible said this, and this certain scripture said this. And because that thing has become a sacred cow to them, they wouldn't dare eat it. They wouldn't dare do what the Word of God says, but they worship the thing. They'll take the Bible and dust it off every morning, put it on the shelf, and say, glory to God, you know, the Bible's true. But yet, they allow scriptures in the Bible to hold them in bondage. Now, let me just briefly share with you some of the subject matter that we're going to talk about. This will not be all of it, of course, but uh, we're going to talk about Job. We're going to talk about what about Job. You see, a lot of people are held in bondage because of some scriptures that's found in the book of Job. Well, we're going to rightly divide those scriptures, and I tell you, it'll set you free. We're going to talk about what Paul said in Romans 8, where he said, all things work together for good. We're going to talk about what Jesus said in the ninth chapter of John. He said, if the works of God are going to be manifest in this man, I'll have to work them. Now, notice, people try to say that this blindness was the work of God so God could get glory out of it. Now, you know, God is not going around making people be born blind and crippled so he can get glory out of healing them. Now, if it is, there's something wrong, terribly wrong with the situation. Well, you know, that's not true. But did you know that people believe that and it holds them in bondage? And they go around believing that God does these things. But we're going to show you accurately how to rightly divide the word of truth. Now, see, we could call this rightly dividing the word of truth. We may call it two or three different things. But we're going to share some things that will set you free in the scriptures. Many times people say, well, what about Paul? Paul, you see, had a thorn in the flesh, and God wouldn't heal him. 
Now, there's some of you, no doubt, and many, many thousands, even millions of Christians that are held in bondage because of that one thought right there, that Paul had a thorn in the flesh and God wouldn't heal Paul. At least that's what they say, that God wouldn't heal Paul. But see, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into it. In fact, that's the first thing we're going to deal with. And I want you to open your Bible with me to Second Timothy chapter 2, and I want to begin reading with verse 23. Paul is speaking, he says, But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strifes. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his will. Now, I want to call your attention to what Paul said here. He said, the servant of the Lord must not strive. Now, you know, when you begin to teach people, and you students, when you get out in the ministry, and you begin to teach and preach the Word of God, you're going to have to stay out of strife if you're going to be successful in teaching the Word to where people will hear it. You know, you can win an argument sometimes, and you can say things so dogmatic, even though it is a truth that it'll turn people off. Proverbs says, the sweetness of the lips increase learning. So we need to understand that. And here the Apostle Paul says, to avoid foolish and unlearned questions because they do gender strife, the servant of the Lord must not strive but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach and patient, instructing those that oppose themselves. Now, in some of the teaching that we're going to do right in this session, I'm going to share with you some thoughts and some thinking and some beliefs that oppose your own welfare and your own well-being. And they actually originated from the Bible. Actually, the thought did. It's not in there, but people read it in there. You see, the thought originated when they read certain scriptures in the Bible. And you can be overcome sometimes by false truths in the Bible. Now, someone may say, what in the world are you talking about a false truth? Well, let me say it this way. What I call a false truth is something that is in the Bible that's stated that the Apostle Paul said or Job said. It's accurately recorded what they said. But when you take it out of context and put it over into another area, where it doesn't fit, then you've got a false truth. It's true it's in the Bible. It's true the statement is in the Bible. But it's not true in the way that you're using it, see. And this is where a lot of people get hung up and cause lots of problems in life because they take Scripture out of context and they end up with a false truth. It's true that the Apostle Paul, for instance, let me say it this way. It's true the Apostle Paul said... All things work together for good. I mean, that statement is in the Bible. But you see, if you just say that part of the statement and don't read or quote the preceding verses there in Romans 8th chapter, then you're going to come up with a false truth because all things don't work together for good. Now, I know that many people believe that they do. 
and they get their conscience soothed over a lot of things that happen because they say, well, all things are working together for good. But you see, we're going to talk about that. I don't want to jump ahead of myself, but I want to use that as a, for example, to show you what we're talking about when we say false truths. See, there's many statements in the Bible that it is true that it's in the Bible, but it's not the truth. You see, there are lies in the Bible. Now, don't run away. Stay there. It's going to all turn out all right. I mean, the Spirit of God inspired the writer to include lies that people told in the Scripture so you would know that it was a lie. So, you see, you could talk about Ananias and Sapphira, how that they said, yes, we sold the land for so much. But they didn't sell the land for so much. So, you see, that is a truth that they said that, but it's not true what they said. And if you catch a hold of that truth and that understanding of it, you'll find out there's some other things in the Bible the same way, and we're going to rightly divide this word of truth so it'll help you to be able to understand it. Now, notice the Apostle Paul says, In meekness you must instruct those that oppose themselves. Now, there are many good Christians, and I'm talking about people that love God with all their heart. They oppose themselves by the way they think, by the way they talk, by the way they act. And they don't realize that they're going against the Scripture. Paul said, instruct those that are opposing themselves. He didn't say get mad at them. He didn't say get in strife over it. You see, sometimes we get in strife because somebody doesn't believe just exactly like we believe. Well, you have to stop and remember that you were there one time. And you didn't always believe like you believe now. And some of you won't believe when this seminar is over, these sessions are over, like you believed when you started these sessions. Because, you see, the entrance of the Word bringeth light. Now, when you understand that, and you understand that, hey, I was once in the same situation, and I didn't understand these things, then you'll have mercy on the other people that don't understand it. Don't put people down because they don't agree with you. Don't put people down because that they can't see it right now. Because, you see, when you come out of a dark building, if you're in a dark building, walk out into the sunlight, then you have to squint your eyes because your eyes are used to the darkness. And when great light comes, you have to almost shut your eyes. You can't stand the light. And that's exactly what happens to people when they've been raised in religious tradition. They have heard certain things in what I call Sunday school ideas, from the Bible. I mean, it's ideas that we got from going to Sunday school that didn't exactly agree with the Bible. You see, we've all had some Sunday school ideas that didn't agree with the Bible. And you know how we got some of them because we just read between the lines. Have you ever read between the lines? All of you have. Some of you will catch yourself doing that in the things that I'm teaching here. You'll read between the lines. But if you don't have your mind renewed to the Word of God, you'll read the wrong things between the lines, and it'll get you in trouble. That's why it's so important to renew your mind to the Word of God. We must get to where we think like God thinks, and that we walk like God walks, we talk like God talks, and we act like God acts. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before I leave the broadcast, our book and CD offer this week is offer number 7154. It's God's Creative Power Will Work For You. It's a little mini book. It's about 30 pages long. It's a confession book. 
It has some teaching in it. It has some things that the Lord has dealt with me about over several years. This book was authored in 1976. There's more than 3 million copies, I think around 4 million copies now out. I have read this book on a single CD with the confessions as well as the teaching. You can put this in your car. You can confess the Word of God with me daily as you're going to work or whatever. That's offer number 7154, God's Creative Power Work for You, the mini book on CD. I call it a talking book for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. Now, the confessions start out this way. I am the body of Christ. Satan had no power over me. Overcome evil with good. I am of God and have overcome the wicked one. For greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I will fear no evil, for you are with me, Lord. Your words, your spirit, they comfort me. I'm far from oppression. Fear does not come nigh me. No weapon formed against me will prosper. Whatever I do will prosper, for my righteousness is the Lord. I am delivered from the evils of this present world, for it is the will of God. No evil will befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling, for the Lord has given his angels charge over me. They keep me in all my ways, my pathway is life, and there is no death. I mean, it just goes on and on. I get excited about it. I like to do the whole thing. But it's available to you. The book on CD and also the little 30-page mini book for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.